Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into Mogul Talk, a podcast that serves as a canvas for entrepreneurs to share their triumphs and struggles on their journey to becoming the moguls of tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into your favorite podcast, the number one podcast. Mogul Talk is more than good. It is great. <laughs> yes. We are back with episode 306 six, with your six, favorites. Six, six. I'm your boy. I am King Jules. I go by the name of Church. And you are tuned into your favorite podcast. Um, we're so happy to be back here. Um, last episode, we had our very good friend, um, owner of the Vango Films Company, Tommy L-L-C. Vango. Um, really good t- dialogue, really good talk. Um, he really shed some light on some things that we, uh, conversations that we need to have um, that people are afraid of having. You know, he's a young entrepreneur, very, very successful in what he's been doing. He already has his whole 2020 and half of 2021 booked for the weddings that he's you know? about to do you know he's he's in the future right now and so that's all we have to we have to seek for maybe not a 10-year plan but five-year plan even one-year plan or even those little goals that you set for yourself month to month is how you chip away at becoming great like he has he's put in the work even in high school i remember when his film had won him the tony bennett scholarship for, and the, what the tribeca joint too. yeah and the tribeca joint he's been doing this since high school so it does take time to get to that level and yeah he has way more room to go yeah definitely i'm i'm definitely proud he's putting that ten thousand hours in and um like kevin you said you know it's something that we all attain to have you know um as entrepreneurs is to see the business you know beyond what this year is and as a small business it's very hard to see you know what the scope of your your business is going to look like in a year two years but when you got a solid plan um a great quality product you're gonna it's gonna pay out dividends in, in that due time so um definitely want to give a shout out to tommy vango for just coming on the show um today uh we kind of want to continue in the lane Word. Um, enough, enough where about, we were talking about, about you know white entrepreneurs it's black history month and so <laughs> i want to shout out to like all the black entrepreneurs out there oprah winfrey nah 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 this is the it's too soon too soon too soon beloved um it's too soon you know um yes it is black history month but we will not tolerate bringing down a person of color in black history month okay um we will not uh co-sign on destroying the legacy of somebody who impacted so many lives um you know when i watched that video when i heard about the comments that were being made and everything it was just like the climate is just so we're in such a, a crazy climate and just in the world in general that certain subjects are very touchy you know Hell what yeah. i mean and you know it's very interesting that post um you know the the passing of you know kobe and just the post the passing of anybody who had maybe a controversial past um Nipsey. comes along that's the time when everybody has something to say. say. They have an opinion. They want to tear down this person. They want to tear down a legacy. And it's like, where was this energy when they were alive, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they didn't have this energy when they were alive, so don't have this energy when they're dead, you know? Um, they always say the old saying is don't speak ill of the dead because you don't know what that's going to do to bite you in the ass when you're alive, you know what I mean? And for that's, sure, for and sure. And I'm pretty sure that Oprah and Gail and whoever else had a fucking comment about this shit um, <laughs> is feeling the grunt of it because of the fact that, you know what, everybody has a past, you know what I mean? And in America, we do not allow people the space and time to grow and to change Especially and to let their past go behind day. behind them. Um, they would have never let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X in this day and age, you know? He was 
doing some crazy shit if you ever read the autobiography of Malcolm X. And um, not only, like, the Oprah stuff, but, like, Dwayne Wade. Um, and who, his son. And his son I'm, or his well, daughter. His son, you know, daughter. And, and that's what he's calling her. And I commend him for that. But people really out here, no matter what your opinion is, people are really out here saying that wanted him to be like, nah, fuck her. That's sick. Hyper-masculine, get, get, toxic get out masculinity. Of my house, you know? exactly. And it's crazy how, unfortunately, in a lot of communities, uh, in the older generation, they'll kick you out. If you're mm-hmm. trans, they'll be like, nah, get the fuck out of here. You're not my child no more. And we can't allow that to continue, that cycle to continue. Mm-hmm. We can't, because we just have to teach our kids. Because mm-hmm. if we don't teach them um, what is out there and things like that, where are they going to learn it? And then they're just going to be worse off. We need to be the the rock for them to support them in whatever it is. And it's just weird to see how people like think they know everything and think they know what's best mm-hmm. and just write out, bash like a 12-year-old little girl. Like, you know, it's, goddamn. it's crazy to think that like, We've gotten. I want. I think social media has gotten people too comfortable with freedom of speech to the point where freedom of speech is also um, very hurtful to a lot of people. And we don't. They they don't think about the comments that they're making. You know, this is a twelve year old young lady mm-hmm. that's you know living in their truth. And you know why people have so much to say is because they're not living in their truth. Yes. They're not living yes. in their growth. They're not living in who they are as a person. So all the people who are uncomfortable by um, Zaya's transition, it's because they're uncomfortable with their situation. They're uncomfortable with the fact that they're poor. They're uncomfortable with the fact yes. that they leave, live a mediocre life. They're in debt. Um, they're in debt. They're struggling, and they, they see somebody else happy and enjoying their life. And this is such a young person to just even make a decision like this. You know what I mean? And this is like as the generations grow and, and change, you know, we're going to see a transition where people are going to understand who they are mm-hmm. at an earlier age. And it'll become the new normal. You know, sometimes exactly. people will be like, oh, they feel feeding it into the cartoons and they're putting it in everybody's face. But whatever is in the media is just reflecting reality. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't, you don't care if a kid is influenced by a hetero um, relationship with a man and woman and wife and kids. You're not mad if they're being persuaded by that, but because they have like a gay couple, Mm -hmm. they're being persuaded by that. You're still being persuaded, so you're being you're contradicting yourself, and so I just hate people ignorance like that. Yeah, like thinking. And we do not tolerate ignorance in Black History Month. Okay, this is a space where ignorance is not tolerated. Another black entre- entrepreneur, uh, what's his name? Da- uh, the creator of Fat Farm. Um, what's Who his that? name? Damon John. Okay. Him? Yeah. Uh, just shouting him out. Fu- you know, he he created Fubu, 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 Fubu for us by us. Just shouting out entrepreneurs that you know. I hear making them digits. Shout out to Jay Z, Mr. Carter. Shout um, out to Diddy. You know, it, it's a. I think Black History Month. You know, I feel like this is like the Black History Month where I personally haven't felt the the strength of Black History mm. Month. You know what I mean? You know, it's not like when Black Panther came out. Black Panther. Oh my gosh, you felt it. Black, black, blackity, black, black, yeah, black, son. black. People was tight. The energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that we just. As we grow and we develop, and I feel like this month has been just very controversial with everything that's been going on in the election and, you know, the distractions in the media and celebrities and everything that's going on, you know. Um, You know, it's crazy. I was thinking about it. Like, you ever notice that, like, the end of January through February, there's something, like, really big happening in the month, you know, like, from, like, a world perspective. You got the Grammys. You got the Super Bowl. You got the Oscars. You got the All-Star Weekend. All these crazy distractions that take place in Black 
History Month to cut, and I realized <laughs> that it happens, and maybe this is my super woke nature where I'm just like, yo. They really be doing this to really like distract us from understanding like I this is what the time and energy you know we should be celebrating um you know and it, it's true they give us the smallest month the shortest month of the year um to kind of dwindle our success they don't even acknowledge it the same way I feel like people just acknowledge it now because it's the new end thing and ex- inclusivity and all of that and they have to acknowledge Black History Month but let's really uh, talk about it you have to acknowledge Black History Month every day of the year, for sure. not Black History Month every day, uh, uh, for the month. Some people believe that uh, we may not advance as a people uh, until we abolish Black History Month because it shouldn't just be one month only. Um, it should be all are, the time. Are, pe- are people of color making this decision and saying this? Uh, like, I saw this one dude who, uh, he's like a jazz player who goes out and converts KKK people. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a black dude, but I, I, his name is escaping me. Um, and he was just saying that he's like, I, I, he's like, I am a black person, but I'm trying to, we need to get advanced and think that we are amazing and thinking that we only deserve one month um, uh, is not the way. So he's like, oh, we should abolish it. I yeah. mean, w- w- look how long it took us to get the month, right? Yeah. Look how long it took us to get um, Dr. King's The uh, only birthday. person with one day. With one day for the year. Before, Harriet Tubman don't got a day. day. Like before, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln used to have a day, but then they just combined it. And it's had, a, it's a President's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people fought for Martin Luther King. Like it wasn't easy to get mm-hmm. that day. It was finally after process and bills being passed that they're like fine give it to them finally but um and it's a pretty it is incredible that he's really like the only person who has a day i guess cursor columbus too which people now i guess are trying to convert it to indigenous people's day mm-hmm. um and then it'll remain being martin luther king but yeah people had to fight for that shit to finally exist one day of recognition for arguably one of the uh probably the most influential people probably like a descendant of jesus himself, seriously like if, like, he was born in Jesus' time, he would be Jesus, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Right, at this time of age, imagine someone comes like, I am son of God. We would all be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, we would, we would not believe that. I don't think so. It would be very hard to convince us, especially nowadays. So, like, I think he's, like, the closest thing that embodied that. Especially, you know, he did, he was a Christian, so obviously he was going to. But he was, like... Kind of like almost the closest thing to a perfect person in yeah. our day and age. I mean, and you know, we we never. Per, you say you know perfect person. You know everybody makes their mistakes. Oh, of course and, he did. You know even Jesus, his girl. even Jesus had flaws. You know Jesus was in the the garden asking, um, the garden of Gethsemane, asking God, why did he forsake him? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And you know I love the fact that like, and not just comparison to Jesus, but like in modern day times, we're more likely to have the conversation and the conversation and be afraid to like acknowledge things you know what i mean like just think about the controversy with kobe the controversy around you know the election and everything that's going on you know it's always people are, are now and even talk about you know um zaya's transition you know it's really people are having that conversation because so for so long we've been brushed under the rug nobody wants to have mm-hmm. the conversation it's like oh black is black problems are just black problems and all right let the black people deal with those problems i even bring up um trevor noah um you know he was on the late show and he was talking about um acknowledging mike bloomberg's impact on stop and frisk right, and right. saying like mike bloomberg only is acknowledging the fact that 
he's saying, hey, I'm sorry stop and frisk happened, not apologizing that that stop and frisk targeted black people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are the conversations that we need to be having because white people and people uh, who are, are oppressive people, they don't want to have these conversations because they don't want to tap into their past. And these are conversations that we yeah, need to yeah. have as people of color because we have to acknowledge this happened. This is not, and I think America loves to just say, this didn't happen. Okay, Black History, we give you a month. Oh, let's celebrate all the beautiful and wonderful things about Black History and the 28 things that days that happen. And any other time during the year, hey, we're just going to give you shit for the rest of that time. For sure. Even, like, um, when, uh, I don't know the name of the bill, but speaking of, like, there's bills being written and trying to get passed to, like, give people reparations. And when Mr. McConnell was asked about that, he was like, why would I give something for something that I didn't do? And people just want to take the blame out of there. Even though they personally didn't d- do it, they are succeeding from the, the shit that happened, from slavery, mm-hmm. from Jim Crow, from the GI Bill not being proportionately um, given out for, through white flight in California. All that shit disproportionately uh, helped white people. And even though you weren't the cause, you benefited from it. Mm-hmm. And it caused other people to not be on the, on the level playing field. And so it's just fucked up. Now, um, if we were to get reparations or whatever, or people who deserve to get reparations got it, then does that mean that they have to go then and shut up? Mm -hmm. Is that what is going to cause it for them to shut up? Because, oh, now we finally gave you what you guys wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't even think that reparations is what we want. I think it's reparations is what people deserve. And I don't even think that we're fighting on a level for reparations like so deep. You know what I mean? That's not even a conversation because if that's the case, I feel like the government is only appealing to black voters because they know that if they pull with minorities, they're going to pull with everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why they target us. And why do you think that Mike Bloomberg is running these ads on black radio stations Mm -hmm. telling them like, I'm Mike Bloomberg for black people and black people face (laughs) these problems and they get this and they get that. They know what they're doing. They know what they got to do to get our vote. Why do you think Hillary Clinton was walking around with hot Karen, sauce in her bag? And with Karen Silva. Um, you know, Karen Silva. You know, even think about Kamala Harris. She was black, but she was over here not for front and for the cameras because, for you sure, know, sure. she was a part of, you know, the mass incarceration issue in California. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. these are the things that people know and they acknowledge, like, this is wrong. This is we shouldn't be doing this, but we're trying to do the right thing and appease the black people and say, hey, we're, we'll give black people what they want. You know right, what I right. mean? But it's like we just always wanted that respect. You know, uh, the parents teach their kids at such a young age. You got to fight two times as hard to get half of what they got. That is a model that you got to teach a young child Mm -hmm. from like five years old, six years old, seven years old. Like I got to teach my child that, you know what, they got to fight two times as hard to get half of what some little white kid is going to get. What type of world is that that you have to teach them? What type of world is it that you got to sit there and have the conversation about police and police brutality at such a young age and understand that, you know what, police are supposed to be there to protect us, but they don't protect us because of the color of our skin. You know what I mean? While your kid is... is, friends with like um a person of another color or uh, a white person and they they live a different type of world you know um i think i referenced that the last og um you ever watch that uh with tracy morgan tracy morgan. No, i've never seen it but um so i've been watching i watched it recently and it was an episode and um i don't want to give a spoiler but tracy morgan's kids um you know he, T- tiffany haddish remarries a white man um and their kids are both black 
and but they were raised by their white dad. Um, mm. And now they meet Tracy Morgan. They live in their life. And um, now they're like working on co-parenting. So the son, he's out driving with his white dad. Right. The white dad goes. They get pulled over by the cops. Uses his white card, uses his privilege. He gets it out, gets him out of a ticket, and says, "Hey, you know what? I'm teaching my kid how to drive for the first time. He made a mistake, right?" Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan is in the car teaching his son how to drive. Obviously, Tracy Morgan is an ex-con, so the the the, the situation is a little bit yeah, more heightened yeah. because he's like, "I don't want to go back to jail. Do the right thing, t- teaching his son. Hey, this is what you do." But his son follow the behavior that he had of his white dad. And it's like, these are the conversations that you got to have early on to teach your son. Like, Hey, there's a certain level of privilege behind this that Mm -hmm. that you don't understand. And you might live in a bubble, no matter how much money you have as a black person, what neighborhood you live in, what school you go to, you have to understand the level of privilege that other people have and the disadvantages that you have at the same time, you know, for sure, for sure. Um, but it's continuing with like politics and shit. I have my friend who sits next to me at work telling me that he thinks that Bloomberg is going to end up winning the primaries and shit. Personally, I I don't believe that. I I agree. You think he will? And the reason why... the Billies? I think that it is happening is the Democratic Party is so unsure of itself um, in terms of who they want as representation. And for it to be this late in the game and to have this many candidates and we're, what, 11 months, nine months out of Mm -hmm. the election... Um, and we don't have a for sure candidate right now or like a st- clear understanding well, of like the, 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 the caucuses, top two. The caucuses are going on. And I Which think- is true. But look at the the the, exa- the the outcome of the Iowa caucus, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look how long we, it took to get some uh, Very uh, dis- results. Very disorganized. Um, and it looks terrible. But, you know, and if uh, I, we're looking at the, the percentages, uh, Mike Bloomberg fell 0% um, for the vote for... Uh, the Democratic nomination in Iowa, but Mike Bloomberg has the money, okay? And the way that he's run his campaign has been so under the radar. He has not spent his campaign targeting Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg. He's not going toe-to-toe the way that his competitors are. He's going toe-to-toe with Trump to the point where Trump is scared, of mm-hmm. Mike Bloomberg, he's all, he's over here on Twitter making jokes about Mike Bloomberg, mini Mike, Mike all of this. <laughs> That's shaking Trump in his pants, right? And if the Democratic Party is going to see, it, they can they can run and say, "Oh, you know what? We'll have our caucuses, and people are going to vote who they say they want." I promise you, I got five dollars to say that Mike Bloomberg is going to give a surprise upset. They talking Bernie Sanders right now, based on the past few caucuses, it's going to be Mike Bloomberg. Hundred percent, and that's why more and more people are going to having these conversations about his past. You know, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. past legislature, yeah. his time as mayor, stop and frisk the the schooling decisions, the education um, setup that you know he did in the New York City public school system. Um, that's why they're having more of those conversations. They're not talking like, oh, Mike Bloomberg versus Elizabeth Warren. No, they're like diving deep into who mm. he is right now. You know, for sure, for sure. And now that like Yang is gone. You know, they got, like, another spot that they could focus on, even though they weren't, the media wasn't really focusing on Yang. I don't think, though, no matter what, whoever wins, I think Trump is just going to win again. I think that, you know, Trump, depending on who who they decide as the nominee, is going to affect the election to the yes. point where if they have a stronger nominee than Trump, the House, the Senate, they're all over Trump. And that's Republican 
and and Democrat. And then even like, though oh, they didn't the guy. they didn't impeach him, they had to cover their bases because how would America look impeaching a president in twenty twenty? It would it would have been crazy. It would be the strongest sign of weakness amidst the Iran issue, amidst Russia, the issues in Ukraine, the issues with China, all the controversy that Trump has stirred up. That is literally given free reign to every country that is not necessarily on our side to say, you know what? Fuck America. It's time to go get them. Mm. And that's why the House and the Senate had to do it, um, had to not impeach him. And, you know, he did get impeached. He just wasn't convicted. Well, convicted yeah, yeah. of impeachment. But yeah, yeah. it's it's still, you know, um, but no previous president has ever been convicted convicted yeah um and so like i think that that in itself is a president a precedent but also trump didn't resign mm-hmm. like the other two did yeah um but yo yeah and but i think him winning that caused uh his base to just get even more riled up because he started getting even more donations millions and millions of dollars to his campaign which tells me that he probably has the people ready to go out and vote for him but we just have to see yeah we have to see the debates also the debates will dictate how, um, who who is tougher and shit like that. If you play mm-hmm. his game, if they play their own game, um, and I don't know who's in. I don't know if Mike would be the best at that. I think Bernie Sanders would probably be the best. I at, think Bernie Sanders would be the best, debate. but then also I would think. But people are like, oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a concern. Health concerns. I even think that people are thinking about Trump's health concerns because realistically speaking, Trump is gonna be 75 yeah something like that um uh, are, and all he eats is mcdonald's i mean i don't know how he i, has I mean just like health concern wise how do why would you have a sitting president at 75 who is the base that he's really appealing to most of the the, the average voter now has been born after 2001 mm. the voter the voter class right now is 2001 2002 uh turning 18 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, 2002. Two, so yeah, your yeah. newer voters are going to be born in 2002. So their base, they're not going to vote for somebody 75 years old who doesn't speak to um, you know, their issues. Mm-hmm. And I don't see honestly, I don't see a, a huge voter turnout in general for this election. As in, as it ever is. Um, it's just for primarily because people the the voting public, they're just going to be like, "Hey, Trump is going to win." He, we thought that we were gonna vote him, not vote him in, and then he won. So it's like, what's the purpose of going to the polls if he's right, gonna right. win anyway? Right, right, right. You know, um, it's crazy to think about just where where we are, and just the past few weeks in general have just been a, a freaking roller coaster ride this month. <laughs> like, it's like really y'all let you this got, happen, Black you History. Got, you Black got History the fucking morning? Astros. You know, I mean, they're cheating, but then <laughs> when the coaches having the interview and they ask him, like, so you don't think that? Uh, Having the sign stealing affected the game in any way? He's like, no, it has no effect. And then they're like, how can you say you have it has no effect? He's like, oh, I never said that. What thirty seconds apart? Like it's just it looks oldy bad. And now you have Cespeda saying, oh, I'm not doing interviews anymore. Mm-hmm. And I wonder like how that's gonna like change. Like people are gonna be bitter now. Yeah. And they're not taking away their title or anything. They're gonna have that chip on the shoulder forever. Like mm-hmm. his that I I think baseball is gonna change. Yeah, something. even they change change the pitching rules that you can't. You have to do at least three batters when you before you change a pitcher. Mm. Um, so no more one batter and then switch. Get the lefty against the righty. 
Um, they're changing that. Maybe just to speed up the game a little, which mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, uh, you know, we're seeing, going to seeing a vast level of change in just professional sports and just dynamic of that. Um, you know, XFL. Um, the XFL. You look at the NF, um, NBA changing their format for the All Star Game. Even considering this is the their... second year, I think that they had like the te- choosing teams. Well, yes, choosing teams, but changing the actual format of the game. Um, it was oh, like a whole new format. It was like straight to one hundred and seven or what? Yeah, it's like for the first three quarters, you play to a certain point, and then whoever is like the leader at they at the end of the three quarters gets like a certain advantage or a certain point like boost, mm-hmm. and then the last quarter is like highly competitive, um, and whoever wins at the last quarter, like the wins the last quarter, um, they are pretty much the winner of the game. So you mm. could be down the first three and, and come still back come up. back and win win the game. And yeah, that makes the game more exciting. And they can they, make baseball more exciting if they like allowed steroids. Or what brought the pitching pitcher's mound like fifteen feet more back mm-hmm. to just allow another millisecond to see the ball? Maybe you know because people just want to see home runs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think what they could do to make baseball a little bit more. But interesting. I think I think we are in the most exciting time for baseball, especially with the young people. Like, um, what's his face from the Mets who broke the rookie record? Um, two years after Judge did, and he won the home run derby as well. And, oh, I, think, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I think we're gonna see that more. I think there's gonna be another rookie in two years who was gonna be even more powerful and break that record again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're just gonna have a lot of rookies who are just like, because you know, training technology makes everyone stronger in the future. And so I do think that the game will change for people are just gonna be more brolic. Yeah, and and more stuff can happen. I think we're seeing gonna see that pattern in general with just like everything across the board i think as we now that we've started this new decade we're kind of like our generation and the generation before us are really taking the stand on like innovation and changing the landscape of just like the world that we live in um really just pushing the boundaries and challenging some things on a on a major scale um you know it's necessary i think that we lived in a world that didn't live for us and now that we're the ones in the power with the power of control it's like now we need to make decisions because thinking about the future you know um thinking about the issues that we're arguing you know for the presidential election like yo global warming you know we got to build you know better systems for our kids yeah man health care i think like you know especially with global warning we are gonna be okay for a little bit but the rest of the world is already like feeling it man australia has the wildfires that are out Antarctica of control. Antarctica is 58 degrees. Bangladesh is going to be underwater very, very soon. They have floodings literally five days a week. Cali with the the wildfires. Them as well. Um, and the earthquakes in Jamaica. Florida will eventually, and earthquakes in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Florida is going to definitely be underwater soon, but and New Orleans, I guess. But I do believe like United States will be okay because we don't pollute as much. Like China, they've scratched billions and billions of years off their lifespan for the amount of pollution mm-hmm. um because of they have so many people uh and the pollution is just insane it's, it's completely 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 and utter, utterly out of control i mean um, since you you opened the candle the worms on china oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh well you know whatever the virus i think we're gucci on that too even though i've read that apparently we haven't even seen the worst of it. it's gonna stretch until next year like trying to get this all figured out um, but it's a scary thing that the doctor who warned officials of the virus, they apprehended him, arrested him, and made him sign a thing saying that he never said that, and then he died. 
Mm. And that just goes to show you like how an authoritarian government suppresses things. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want this to get out. They didn't want the whole world to think of China has done this because this happened to them in 2002 with um an, another virus, which I forgot what it was called. But it's going to be... Uh, and it's, it's economically, somehow it hasn't been shown in the stock market because even Apple has unveiled that some of their production, like they were supposed, there was a rumor that the AirPods 3 were supposed to begin manufacturing this quarter or quarter two. Um, and that is going to be delayed because of the coronavirus because people can't work. Mm -hmm. And also the iPhone 9 that is being unveiled in March will have limited quantities. What and, the fuck, an iPhone 9? Yeah, it's just going to be like an iPhone SE. Mm. Um, how the iPhone 5 became the iPhone SE, which was just like a 6S, but the shape of an iPhone 5. Mm. Now it's going to be like an iPhone 11, but no OLED screen, home button. It'll look like a 6S. Mm. Like, oh, no, no, like an 8, like an 8 mm. with a glass, um, hopefully better camera, internal chip. It's because it'll be a budget phone, $399, because mm. that's really a great market. If people want an iPhone iMessage for $399 to start off, like people are going to want that. If you don't care about Face ID, care about a camera like that. And so, yeah, that's coming out. And that is also going to take a hindrance in manufacturing. But surprisingly, um, Apple only went down. This news came out like yesterday. Apple only went down like 1% mm. in the stock market, which is nothing. And AMD, who creates their chips in China, um, they were up today like 5%. NVIDIA, another chip maker who makes their chips in China, they were up like 2% today. So it was a, it's kind of weird that the stock market hasn't taken a hit yet. But I guess once quarter two earnings come out, mm -hmm. which I imagine is going to take a dip because product not enough product is going to be out there for many companies, um, we'll see a little uh, a hit. We'll definitely <laughs> see a hit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think um, well, my, my two thoughts are um, it's a lot of businesses were – taking uh, you know a hit because of the virus um obviously people can't work but also like people they can't make money so you think about the big retailers big american yeah. retailers that have store operations in china um uh, like gap and and um apple and you know uh google and stuff places like that you know that have a really big base yeah, customer yeah. base there um it's really interesting to see what their landscape is going to look like for the rest of the year and how this loss is going to affect those businesses. Because, mm -hmm. um, like you said, you know, they, they're not seeing a foreseeable end to this virus. Um, you know, they are working to cure it and contain it. Um, and I was actually speaking to a gentleman at the uh, laundromat. Um, he was explaining to me because I... I don't speak fucking Chinese. Yeah. I was looking at the Chinese TV at the laundromat. He was like, oh, you speak Chinese? And I was like, no. And I was like, but I can tell that it's about the coronavirus. And he gave me some back background and saying that, like, the way that they're doing it, it's, like, contained to that one area. Yeah. Um, Wuhan, Wuhan. Wuhan, China. Wuhan. Um, and he said what's interesting about China that America doesn't have is that China, when you are born in China, has forty-one states. So when you're born in one of those states and live in that state, you are born and tied to that state for the rest of your life. Mm. So like how we can go and live in New York and move to Maryland and North Carolina and change our IDs and all that stuff, your ID is specific to that area. So what China, the Chinese government, is doing is people 
with government with ID government IDs from Wuhan are being contained to not go out right, on, right. to other countries or they're they're being contained to their areas. Um, you know, short interactions they are bound to home. Um, you know, store visits are very short inter short interactions and stuff like that. Um, but what's interesting is that the virus spreading is not because of the people that are currently there. It is people who visited and came that back. area um, and came back to other countries, visited the area in China and went to surrounding nations like yeah. um, Indonesia and Europe and Australia yeah, Germany, and stuff, Italy. Germany, Italy, um, even America. You know, we saw a couple of cases here in New York. No Nothing one, confirmed. But, but no one died in America. But people are dying in China. Yeah, they're crazy. dying in China. And it's just because it's an overwhelming amount of yeah. people and nobody really has an understanding of the magnitude of this virus. Um, and I say that to say, do you feel like the hysteria that they're creating with the coronavirus is kind of reminiscent of Ebola? One, I mean, I would say it's even, yes, it is because, but Ebola did kill someone, I think, in uh -huh. America. Maybe like two people it killed. I personally believe that, yeah, if you are in China, because people are really being affected by that, it is a epidemic. But here in America, we should be more worried about the flu. Honestly, like the fact that more people are wearing masks. Okay, you're trying to be healthy and stuff, but I think it, I do see it as like a xenophobic thing that oh now you're worried, but every year for the past six years, flu deaths, even if you've gotten the flu uh, vaccine, has increased mm. by in thousands every year. It has been for the past five years, and no one, not one person, has died from the coronavirus in America yet. Mm -hmm. And so I, there, I do see a bit of a hypocrisy and a false hysteria that should be here in america specifically um about it because if you're worried about that you should be worried about car deaths because more people are, are die of that than the coronavirus statistically as so far here in america uh -huh. um so it is an outcry for but it isn't as bad as ebola here in america because people actually have died from that um when people die if more people die then yeah it'll be more of an issue but we're not in China, so I don't think we should be. We should, of course, we always should be washing our hands. Mm -hmm. Every day, you know, like, every time you use the bathroom, wash your fucking hands. I hate when I see a nigga come out of my bathroom at work, taking a <laughs> shit, fucking doesn't wash his hands, actually lifts the the faucet and just takes a sip from the sink while six niggas is shitting, takes a sip, and then leaves. No washing his what hands. What the fuck? Like, yo. And I'm like, yo, that's how you're going to get the virus. <laughs> this is crazy. Um... I, I, the funny that you said that because yesterday I was <laughs> at um, Dollar Pizza with one of my coworkers and um, the guy behind the counter was like getting the pizza and he like in the middle of getting the pizza he puts the box down and sneezes into his hand right oh shit and my coworker goes he's like yo 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 like you just sneeze into your hand go wash your hands and the guy like goes to the back and he comes back very quickly um and my coworker is like yo did you wash your hands and he's like <laughs> the guy is like yeah i'll wash my hands and the, my coworker was like now nah, you sure you're washing hands he was like that was too quick he was like it's too much corona going around here and <laughs> the guy 
ironically, he's like, he was a short, you know, um, Indian guy. And he was like, I, I fucking wash my hands, motherfucker. And like showing the hand, like the water dripping, dripping from, from his, his hands. hands. <laughs> but it's like, yo, it's to that level where it's like, yo, the hysteria that's created around this yeah. is really, you know, um, heightened um, that people have to act like this. But I, I personally just feeling knowing the effects of how people felt when Ebola was a virus yeah. that was centered from swine flu uh, from Africa. People were like, "Oh, so you can't be around black people because yeah. of Ebola." Um, and I'm I I never want people to go through the same struggles that we go through, Fuck and it's yeah. it's fucked up to say that we have to go through these struggles to teach other people Fuck not yeah. to go through the struggles. But you know, in the same area, it's like give people the same respect to say, you know what, co- coronavirus is a virus for all people. It just so happens that yes, you know, some of these Chinese people are crazy and they eat bats and you know wild animals <laughs> that have diseases. Um, and it's that something that you can't control you know so you know give people that same respect don't treat it like people are vermin or they're disgusting because of the race or color of their skin or the country of origin mm-hmm. that the disease comes from um, For, yeah people just need to be educated yeah and um me personally i do keep up a lot with china you know i watch yeah you love I, china I, you I, always talk about china. i i watch i watch this youtube channel called china uncensored was just like it's an American-based uh, YouTube channel, but they would they were like in China during the Hong Kong protests for like two months. They're in the trenches and shit. So I just like respect what they say. Um, but of course, it's always gonna be biased. Like I'm not from China. I don't live in China. Um, I don't know what it's really like there. Mm-hmm. Um, th- they seem to, I guess, be happy sometimes. But I don't want to live in an authoritarian place where all my information is suppressed and I can't even talk about Winnie the Pooh because the you can't talk about Winnie the Pooh. Nah, Winnie the Pooh's banned in um. Because people in China, because people were using it as the as a uh, Xi Jinping calling Xi Jinping the president of China, uh, Ooh, Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh. and Damn, he got tight. So Winnie the Pooh's banned from China, even though Disney makes billions of dollars in China, but no Winnie the Pooh. Um, they also banned South Park. They banned PewDiePie. Um, they ban they ban anything anything that speaks ill of them and is very popular. Mm-hmm. They'll ban right away and wipe it from the internet in their end because they don't have like a real internet they have like an intranet where like Mm -hmm. it's like uh what they allow you to see and what you can what's controlled so a lot more censorship obviously So like at a job if you're at a job they make you sign into a vpn sometimes and then you can't watch netflix at work exactly exactly so bullshit that's an intranet Mm because you're in inside the company's boundaries Mm -hmm. it's because if you treat and if you think of china like that like as a company um it makes sense do you think that well, two two things. So, in in regards to that, do you think that America will ever move towards that? Because we are giving consuming too much information. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of data. There's a lot of negative things that kind of like impact the world that people have access to. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the things in America as a country need to um, have like a parental control on them. You know, for sure. Um, uh. In terms of surveillance, I think we are there already. How? Maybe not as much as they are because China has a camera system where, a surveillance system where they have millions and millions of cameras placed everywhere. And if you rob like an Apple from a store, they'll find you in like five seconds. They'll know where you're at. Um, and it's crazy how they're able to do that because they're all alike. So imagine that's like OD advanced. Here in America, we don't really have that like in terms of millions and millions of cameras just surveying surveilling us at all what we have is like metadata where uh if i call you 
um, they know that I called or like this phone number called that phone number for 20 minutes. They don't really and they say they don't know who did it. I believe they do. So in terms of information and the data collection that we have on us, I think it, it, the American government is the same as like China. Mm-hmm. We just are allowed to say whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I do believe we're being watched at all times. Our shit is being listened to at all times. Of course. But um, in terms of like you can't say this. We are for, luckily we don't have that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, information. Yeah, it's so we have like freedom of information mm-hmm. in China. They don't have that, and anything they want to find out, they can easily get it without even like infiltrating us because it's yeah, all definitely. on the internet. It's all there. They just got to do research, mm-hmm. um, and so nah, we I I do believe we do have too much information. Sometimes I believe we do have too much freedom because that's how shit goes wrong. I guess, but. We have we live in this country for that reason, you know. That's what our people fought for, and I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Where I have to be shook. I don't want Big Brother uh, telling me how I should feel. Mm-hmm. But maybe we are being told how we feel, and we just don't know it. Yeah, subconsciously. And we just don't know it, and we are being controlled. We are in the Matrix right now, and I gotta take the blue pill. So <laughs> I'm, I really w- I wanted to bring this up too because I feel like some of these diseases that are caused, you know, you think about you know uh, the flu and the they can make they've mastered the flu to the point where they can make a version of the flu to give you a vaccine for right. the flu, right? Um, you think about you know H one N one the swine flu. You think about Ebola, and you think about now coronavirus, where all these viruses that are coming up. Do you think that the hysteria is, the magnitude of the hysteria is also, like the height that they that they build around it is also trying to cause people to like not think about the fact that the government or the powers that be might be level setting the population because think about it it's mm-hmm. 65,000 cases worldwide right mm-hmm. um why was this specific area of wuhan china targeted versus um the whole country china's huge you know right, I mean? right. the surrounding areas are, tr- are huge um the people that travel in and out of china to the surrounding countries in asia and just in china in general the um the traffic in Shanghai, the traffic in Hong Kong, um, you know, you would think that it would start to see yeah, a yeah, widespread yeah. effect. So the, I, my, my conspiracy theory might be is they might be just trying to level set this population in this area. It could be. I mean, it's not the first time they have tried, you know, with the one child policy that was enacted to try and control the population. Um, you have uh, the internment camps with the Uyghurs who are like the Muslim Chinese people. They aren't necessarily trying to kill them. They're just trying to re-educate them. But the punishment that they go through in those camps will eventually lead to death. And unless they escape, who knows what the population of the Uyghurs in China will happen. So I think that's another way that they're trying to control it. Um, I don't know. I, could, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't put it past them. I would definitely wouldn't put it past them. Uh, great, crazier shit has happened. Genocide has happened. Genocide has happened right now. And um, you know, where is it? Yeah, now nah, nah, I'm going to not be able to tell you, but somewhere there's a genocide going on where everything is blocked, caused by Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like we're... Yemen, we're... Yemen, Yemen, in Yemen. Yemen. Yeah. Uh, there's a genocide happening in Yemen right now, and whoever's causing that uh, probably sees that as population control as well, trying to just get rid of a population. I just want to um, say... But I don't know. I don't know. The it's, it's powers possible. that be, like, don't come after me because... I figured this out. You know what I mean? Like, don't you don't know where I live? Don't track my phone. Don't none of that. I'm just saying. Gotta get the flip phone. Um, 
But About to be uh, moving <laughs> send the carrier pigeons for communication. Morse Morse code. <laughs> beep 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 boop. <laughs> I'm off grid. Uh I mean that would be that would be lit, like to be off grid. Really what I want to do is build the fallout shelter, you know, when this disease if any other disease pulls up mm-hmm. and I we gotta, you know, escape from that. I need to build that fallout shelter with unlimited kush that I can regrow myself. Gotta get a DVD player with batteries, mad batteries, a generator, I guess. You know, America, Americans are not prepared for any type of emergency. We used to like have like you know nuke post post World War uh, World War Two like War during II. the Cold War like every new building at that point was built with fallout shelters. If you ever see a building, you'll see like a yellow sign on on the building. It'll say fallout shelter in basement, and it would be like a little hole where you go and you gotta just chill there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I'm trying to build my own like in the backyard that's hidden with the latch. And like you guys over just the dirt, just, over the dirt, um, and I don't know how many people are gonna fit there, you know. I might just have the, I might need a shoddy, you know. Any takers hit the hit the DM, but no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but uh, only only men. No, nah, I'm kidding with that too. Pause. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, <laughs> um. yo. People in my job say that all the time. Like today, I was. Uh, my boy was talking about manga, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, how long is it? And he's like, hey, yo, pause, man. Yo, you got to pause that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, long, long. I'm like, oh, my God. This is it's so weird <laughs> that people, like, this is also goes to, like, say, like, <laughs> people not being comfortable in just who they are as people to still, hey, like, yo. yo, you're 25. I, I said, no, it was recent, uh, probably, like, maybe a week or so ago. Um, one of the One of my colleagues at work, He's like an older guy, but he made a comment, like a pause comment, after somebody said something. I'm like, dude, you're like 50 years old. Like, why are you saying <laughs> stuff like that? Like, yeah, like Dame Dash when he's even in a barbershop. Yeah, yeah, they all say pause. I don't catch it. I just be laughing. I do think Ayo is funny. It's just funny, but it is just, it is an insecurity. Um, that same person who does that at my job, one time this gay dude was talking to him, and. They were just having a conversation, and then after the conversation was done, he told him, he's like, yo, by the way, I'm not gay. But the guy was like, the gay guy was like, I didn't ask you that. Yeah. And but why Why feel so so uncomfortable to, to do that? It made him, he's like, now I feel like you are gay mm-hmm. because you had to go out of your way to make me think you're not because mm-hmm. I, I didn't ask you that. And so ever since that, he's always like, I know, I know he is. I know he is. But it, I know it, he is. It's like the same conversation of being like somebody says, oh, I'm not a racist, but I made a racist comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you say something along the lines of like a racist comment. You're like, so are you a racist? Because what you said aligns directly, <laughs> you know, like that's the conversations that we, we have today. You caught Um, But yeah, man, that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same, never be the same, yeah, yeah, oh. It's been another great episode of Mogul Talk, um, episode 306, man. This six, is a, six, this six, is a six, journey. Six. I, I thank each and every one of you guys who hold it down. Um, be sure to um, catch us next week. We got a very special guest coming on. Um, super excited to have them on, and you'll get some background on that for our next episode. But until then, um, it's your boy, King Jules. You can follow me at I am King Jules. And I go by the name of Church. You can follow me at No Church in the City. And this has been another great episode of Mogul Talk. Thank you, guys. Love you. Peace. Follow us on Instagram at Mogul Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Mogul Talk Pod. Be sure to find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, or Stitcher. Look us up in your search tab by typing in Mogul Talk. Thanks to our friends over at Anchor.fm. 
we're not able to accept listener support. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, head to our website at anchor.fm slash mogul talk podcast and hit the become a supporter tab. From there, you can support the podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes as low as a dollar per month. We thank you and appreciate you in advance. Until next time, stay focused, stay motivated and stay woke.